Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Threesome FPL podcast. Uh, here recording an international break. We're all super excited. Uh, in fact, to be honest, I think all of us are probably relieved to have a, a week or two off of FPL, but we'll see. I'm <laughs> Phil. I'm here with Ant. How are you, Ant? Yeah, I am all good. Thank you, mate. How are you? Yeah, I, I mean, you said you're all good. You, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you said it in the least genuine way you could possibly have tried. <laughs> Sorry, I must be really bad acting. I'm really good, Phil. How are you? Is that better? Is that well, more it's convincing? Good, it's convincing, but what's wrong? Talk to uh, me. You're, it's just, just you and me and literally and a, hand, a handful of listeners. Well, I... I don't want to bore people, but I was in a little car accident on Friday night, which uh, which wasn't my was which wasn't my fault. Just to just to clarify, and it's just the yeah, just dealing with insurance companies and stuff. Um, it's just a bit stressful and a bit of a mess. And I just literally paid, spent three years paying the car off, and then a week later it gets nobbled. So it's um, yeah, it's just not ideal, boys, is it? But hey, such is life. Oh mate, oh mate. Let's let's see if our other host happen, is boys. correct. Let's see if our other host is any happier. Mike, he looks how a lot happier than I do. Well, when I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes, and something without warning, love, bears heavy on my mind, then I look at you, and the world's all right with me. Just <laughs> one look at you, and I know it's going to be a lovely day. I'm very well, thank you. Um, sorry to hear about your, your car, Prangant. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, my sympathies. Insurance companies are the worst. Did I mention I beat you both again in fancy football? <laughs> uh, only about three times mm. i mean the the head start that we've given you is fast becoming a bit of a joke um but it is still <laughs> i'm still sympathizing and giving you a head start and for for new listeners i should point out that although we we offer some some good advice some, some sound advice sometimes but you won't see any of us in the in the top 10k or yet doing doing in, yet doing anything incredible because our seasons are defined by a lot of factors not just you know we don't have free reign on our teams we don't you know say Havertz the other week was the obvious choice but for the podcast I need to beat Ant. Ant got him so I couldn't I couldn't get him in we have we have listeners pick our captains, which you know completely does oh, us over. Sounds like you're wheeling around a lot of excuses already. I was just going to say, Phil. No, I mean, I'm what... just I'm just yeah. explaining the situation. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, really... I've had those same those same permutations put on me, and um, still uh, a sweet sweet 18 points ahead of you. Yeah, yeah, but you're, <laughs> yeah. Of course, you're 18 points ahead, but your overall rank is like ours, disastrous. But that's, that's because cool. our overall rank is being absolutely harpooned by uh, the podcast. Mike, what are you eating? Well, um, I don't know if you've noticed anything different about me, lads. Um, oh, hang on. Let's play guess. Uh, yes, you've got a some sort of thing on the behind you on the shelf that's meant to say love, but it's spelled L-V-O-E. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's the kids. Well spotted. Seth is dyslexic, we think. Um, no, I am uh, 11 pounds lighter. Than you last saw me on the podcast. Oh, what did you buy? Pounds? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did you buy? Oh, very good, very good. No, I've been, I've been super good, lads. Super good. I've been cook, doing home cooking, um, and they say that if it doesn't look particularly nice, then it's good for you. Um, and I am eating homemade sarg paneer at the moment that I, I made it on Sunday. Yeah, it look, I mean, batch it cooked. Looked, it looks like it's in a curry takeaway. Uh, oh, it is. No, that's. Box. That's true, it is. We do reuse them. Our cupboards are full of curry takeaway pots and those <laughs> new pudding glass jars that have no use whatsoever. But my wife can insists on collecting them. Oh, that'll be be a lovely little candle holder. Oh, it'll be a we've got a drawer. Holder. We've got a drawer in our kitchen exclusively for new pots. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know I don't know when they're ever gonna come in handy. Oh, they'll be handy if the kids are painting. Oh, will they? Right. Tea lights. It's just tea lights. Mm. You can put tea lights in them. You know, I, I mean, the, the key lime pie, one of those, is very good, but you can't possibly justify the price. No, no. Um, so there we go. Um, should we get back to the fact that I'm um, 18 points ahead of you and uh, on, points ahead of, Rag away. Points ahead of Anthony? Yeah, okay, sure. Okay. How, how was your week, Mike? Well, it was good. I mean, it could have been even worse for you, lads, to be honest, because before I even start, let me tell you that I have 32 points on my bench. <laughs> oh, my God. The week after you bench boosted. Mm. 
just to clarify, 32 points is normally more than we get net a week, the way it's going. So that's pretty mental. Yeah, I had uh, Foster for 11, Cancelo for 14, Livramento for 6, and Jorginho for 2, just on my bench. Wow. Good um, But I came out with 60 um, on the on the, the squad that I selected. Um, highlights uh, included Rafina again returning for me, second week in a row, um, which was great. He got me 9. Um, Trent uh, got me the 12, Salah got me the 5. Uh, Reese James, who has said today he's in the form of his life, uh, he got me 7. Uh, Rico Henry, cheeky little uh, selection there, got me 10. Um, and Aaron Ramsdale yet again got me seven. He has been my signing of the season without a doubt. Now at 7% ownership, I spotted today. He's still he's low. Like Martinez last season, isn't he? People have mm. got on him and realised, actually, you're onto a good thing. And yeah. he, you know, with a lot of people owning Sanchez, for just 0.2 million more, I can upgrade to to Ramsdale, and I think I probably will. Well, at this point, don't you need to be making more uh, more wild choices to try and overtake me, <laughs> rather than but just match me? I I maintain that you are not my opposition. Okay, I there have are... made three changes already this week. Okay, cool. So I'm only wow. I mean, behind that's, you now. That's going into a, a two week international break. So uh, <laughs> injuries. Yeah. It could get messy. So what was your net score last week then, Mike? Well, so I was minus eight because I made my customary three changes. Um, but um, So I come out of a net of 52 points. Pretty good. Pretty good. Not bad. Ant, Not bad. Ant, what about you? Well, I was feeling okay about my week, boys, until I saw that Mike had 32 points on his bench and still beat us. And then I didn't feel quite as good. Mm. But uh, yeah, 50 points, which is uh, above average, which is which is a nice treat and a, a rare change. So that was nice. Um, and something quite incredible happened, boys. I made a last minute sub, uh, change on Friday, brought in Smith Rowe, returned straight away, straight away. Eight points. Uh, he scored the controversial winner, didn't he, against uh, Watford? It so was controversial. Very controversial. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you boys remember. Do you remember in the late 90s when was it Carnu? Scored for Arsenal against Sheffield United. Sheffield United yeah, yeah, yeah. And they ended up replaying the whole game. I mean, it wasn't too far off that, was it? But um, I couldn't care less. Eight points. Pretty much the first time all season I bought somebody in and they've had an immediate return. So that was very exciting. As was Kai Havertz finally scoring for Chelsea. Eight points. Thank you very much. Salah captain. Again, he, I think over four and a half million players captain him this week. But the one week I didn't captain him, um, he got a hat trick against Man United. So I thought I had to really. Oh, I'd like um, to just interject and say I captained Ivan Tony. What a waste <laughs> of time. <laughs> Imagine what his score would have been. <laughs> I think he I think he was six minutes in before he was booked. Um <laughs> yeah, doubled up to two. Sorry, do carry on. Oh, sorry, yeah. Well, it was all going all right, boys, until the Brighton game when it all went a little bit Pete Tong. So Sanchez minus one, great. Didn't didn't know about that until Mike messaged. Amazing. Happy then, to be the bearer of good news. Thank you, mate. Uh, Mope did well, didn't he? Got dropped, came off 24 minutes, got booked. Zero points. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he has done absolutely nothing since he's been in my team. Literally, I've had him in for about three weeks, and I think he's averaging about one point. Antonio, again, boys. West Ham continue to fly, don't they? But he's gone really quiet, points-wise, mm -hmm. FPL. I think that's the last seven goals now that West Ham has scored he's not been involved in, which is really poor. So two points again. Vardy as well. He's having a really quiet spell, too. But, uh, yeah, Alexander TAA again, 12 points for him. That's his fourth double-point haul this season, so he's continuing to prop up my team a little bit. Trent is, um, uh, if, you, if you look at the last few seasons um, and, and look at where Trent is on fantasy Premier League points, um, at this point, uh, game week-wise, this is his best ever score. Yeah. I mean, what a free kick. What a free kick. I mean, he's mm -hmm. just, yeah, he's he is in a purple patch, isn't he? And mm -hmm. then, unfortunately, boys, it then went a little bit wrong with my... You know, Brentford, we kind of earmarked that, didn't we, as a, a certain win for them against bottom club Norwich. No, Pinnock, one point. And Christensen, Chelsea, bound to beat Burnley at home, aren't they? Nah, conceded late goal, so two points for him. So a net, I didn't make any hits, of course, never do. Uh, so a net of 50 points for Not me. Not bad at all. It's lovely that you mentioned Christensen, because that's a wonderful lead-in to Phil's game week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I deliberately left that last because we know what young Phil had in his team. Off you go, Phil. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. Um, so <laughs> uh, I went uh, go big at the back or go home, and home I it had, was. Home is yeah. I mean, I very much went home. So I've had for the last few weeks Chilwell and Alonso and Rudiger, uh, hoping that therefore Chilwell or Alonso will play. 
Now, with Alonso's injury news, I thought, well, I may as well swap Alonso out for James and go three Chelsea defenders at the back, along with Trent. And, and I mean, what can sum up a season more than Vidra and Burnley nobbling your game week? Uh, and he, and they could have, he, he should have scored again, really. I mean, yeah. He had a great opportunity at the end. Uh, so, yeah, I had three at the back. There was, I don't know, 10 minutes left or something in that game. I was listening on the radio as I was cooking dinner Saturday night and I was thinking, this is a solid, solid start. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Vidra scored. That did me over. So I've ended up on a poultry 42 and I took a four-point hit. Ooh. So 38. Now, Jamie Vardy, I think he's going to go to Callum Wilson or St. Maximum this week. We at This podcast, we're going to really dive deep into the way that Eddie Howe works and how he may work with Newcastle. Having three, you know, we're all Bournemouth fans. We've watched Eddie play as a youngster and now, you know, manage. I think, you know, this is the one thing we might have some actual knowledge on. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, Ivan Tony playing for Brentford, who appeared to be doing what Norwich did the other season. You know, when they came up, they had a strong start, all built on momentum. And actually, they're not doing very well anymore. Do you, you know, what are your thoughts on, on Brentford? They're Just getting a, a lot bit, of praise. Yeah, they're a bit on the side. Is that four straight defeats or three straight defeats? Is it is four? Is it? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, they're they're on the slide, aren't they? And maybe the international breaks actually come at a good time for them because they have that momentum and stopping stopping them from losing another game this weekend. But yeah, I mean, uh, they came in, didn't they? they? Were doing so well. They were seventh at one point, weren't they? They had an unbelievable start, but it's gone a little bit quiet. And the question is now, how can they recover when we return after the international break? If they continue to lose, then maybe they will be down. I think they've got enough. Then you boys think? I think there's definitely three worst teams in them this season, but they're having a little wobble. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if if you look at the next five games, they're they're key games. I mean, it's a massive game going to Newcastle and uh, yeah, taking on uh, Newcastle under Ed. Um, then they're home to Everton. Um, they're away at Tottenham, which is is who knows where Tottenham are at the moment. <laughs> away to Leeds and then home to to Watford. So the next five, four of the next five, certainly they should be looking to get uh, points from. Yeah, it feels it feels very reminiscent of that that Norwich side that beat City and did so well at the start of that season, and then yeah, just right. absolutely tailed off. So I'm keeping an eye on how many assets I want from Brentford, and Tony especially is flattering to deceive. Um, and I don't know how long I can hold him I, at I the moment. Very close to Ray transferring him out on Saturday afternoon um, <laughs> as, as a result of yet another letdown. <laughs> yeah, well, and captaincy, so yeah, twice yeah. as bad. So I think, gents, uh, I think I got lower score. But yeah, with a, with a net of thirty-eight, you you unfortunately did, my friend. Yeah, that is that is very disappointing. So Phil, uh, prize hamper time. Uh, it's that time of the week where we put a prize into the pot. The lowest score in this case, very much yourself, by 12, <laughs> 12 whole points. Um, just a third of what I had on the bench, but uh, still 12 whole points. Um, and, and uh, yeah, so this prize sample will go to the winner of our league, the uh, fancy threesome FPL pod league. Uh, yeah. and let's have a let's have a little look. I mean, presumably, he's still at the top. He is just uh, gangster. He's uh, I don't know if he's number one, he in is the world. still number one, and he is still number one in the world by three points. That so is gangster. incredible. Gangsters had a nice top. Uh, uh, shot into second place is Sharad Rora with 11 Dowski with the wow. number 11. And then uh, in third place, here comes the son, uh, Scott Morley with 794. A, a clear 56 points behind uh, Gangsters Allardyce. So um, at the moment, he's still a shoe in for the hamper. So, Phil, what are you adding to the price hamper this week? Well, the price hamper. When we initially set it up, the rules were it's something that would sell on eBay for £5 or more. Yes. That's correct, yes. That's correct. So I don't really know <clears throat> what the situation here is because what <laughs> I'm offering is something the money can't buy um, oh, gosh. currently. Currently. But I have got a rough value on what it probably is worth. Right. Okay. okay. So I've just... Uh, it, it was in dollars, so I had to you know, translate and do the currency conversions and things. But I think... This is a big build-up here. 
roughly my prize is worth between 66 and 100 pounds. Oh, so now you're catching my interest. Yeah, catch your interest there because, you know, that is the price of free ukulele lessons. Um, Now, uh, I'm offering Um, three ukulele lessons with me over Zoom. I mean, if you're very local, uh, no, I'm not popping to your house. You could be a psychopath. Over Zoom, three ukulele lessons. I mean, they are, you know, about uh, roughly between 22 and £36.91 each, depending on where you get your lessons normally. Although I'm not a professional. Or I was going to say, just to clarify. <laughs> yeah, but... It's, okay. a bit like, it's a bit like saying, I'll come around and milk your cows for you. I mean, you're not a... <laughs> You're not a tutor. <laughs> no, okay. Let me put it this way. So you're at school, right? You're at school. I'm not. Well, you got put back enough years that you probably could still be. Oh, harsh. Ouch. Um, the so imagine you're at school, right? You, your teacher's there. What What were your favourite lessons? When your teacher was in, or when you had a supply teacher in who wasn't really qualified or up to the uh, job? You're the cool. You're the cool supply teacher, or are you the supply teacher that I'll just take the Mickey out of? Oh, no, just a supply teacher who cannot control their class. Um, <laughs> but, but, but the supply teacher lessons were more fun, weren't they? I think so. I think if it was just me and the supply teacher in the classroom, my attitude might have been slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're offering daily lessons for the winner and, I don't know, 25 of his friends. If they all want to come along and play together, I'll, I'll, I'll change it to one big ukulele jam and we can... Okay. Um, Wow, and, and and by by spring we can all meet up in a field somewhere, maybe um, Knowlton Church. We can, you know, there's a it's a historical sort of ruin near us. There's a nice big open space there. Yeah, sure. It, okay, well, uh, it's, 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 it's we'll give you that. We'll give you it's that. Public, it's public property, so uh, you know, and hopefully I won't get attacked there. All right. Well, uh, look, it's a very uh, generous gift. I mean, it's your time. Time is money, and time, uh, time is money. So, um, yeah, uh, talking of which, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. How did our punts get on this week? Mm. Uh, I had Raheem Sterling again, who um, did absolutely diddly squat for me. Uh, James Will-Prowse, boys, uh, equally did. Nothing was not involved. Did you not get an assist? No, I have have unfortunately checked before we were in live. He did not. uh, He was not credited with the assist for Armstrong's weldy. Okay, yeah, the end of Dean Smith. Yeah, I think it hit a defender. Yeah, yeah that's so, frustrating. Um, yeah, I went for Lacazette, so I didn't. Um, oh, I didn't you win either. Never so, to go for Lacazette, mate. You should, yeah, you should so, learn from me last season on that one. I know, I know. But what we'll do this week, we'll still do a quiz this week because people love a quiz. But the quiz next week will determine which two of us will get our captains picked. Because oh, yeah, it's a rollover. It's a rollover, it's a rollover from fighting. last week. Because uh, Dave Paxton FBL won last week, and I'll have to check he won this week. But it'll be a, two two people will get the captains chose. So very very important next week um, to do that. Um, looking back at some of the games from the weekend, so we've had a lot of managerial things happening here. You had Farker who finally won <laughs> a game and then got sacked. Mm. Dean Smith, who I think maybe a bit harsh getting sacked. Yeah, I have to like? agree with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would say so. Um I think it's a team in transition, isn't it? Um you've lost the talisman. Um he took them from mid table in the championship and, and got them up. Every year he's improved his position. Um yeah, I, th- I thought it was harsh. I would have I would have given him till January personally. Yeah, yeah, I think I would what about Farker? Uh I, I think maybe it was time for a new voice there. Um I, I don't think the outcome will be any different, but Going into next season, trying to do that, you know, they've been very impressive. Both both seasons, they've got promoted from the championship. But hearing that same voice, you know, it's it's a bit Groundhog Day. And and uh, whilst the players have have been freshened up a little bit, it's much the same squad as well. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't have a major issue with that. But it is it is harsh on Farker. But he'll find himself a job. You know, he's built himself a decent reputation with what he's done there. Mm. Um, and and arguably, he'll get a bigger club than than Norwich down the line. I think I, I think I've read that Norwich uh, have had the eleventh biggest spend in Europe what? over the summer. Really? Yeah, they did spend a bit of money over the summer. Hmm. But but no sort of marquee signings. Just no, no. Yeah. 
they have they have got um uh, and this is a sound clip uh, ready for you for when when you can but uh, Norman oh Norman they got, yeah, yeah. Um, he looks really every, good by the way just reminds me of the kid off Fireman Sam every time a, a commentator talks about him when you say he looks yeah. really good he's got hair like I had during my lockdown breakdown mm, um, he does doesn't he yeah yeah yeah, so it looks good as as hair, or looks good as a footballer. A bit of both, boys. Bit of both, bit of both. both. But it just was a little bit farcical, wasn't it? That they just just literally won the first game of the season, and then they announced that he'd gone. But so uh, clearly, that decision was made before the game. But yeah, was it five years he's been there now? Probably needed a change. But yeah, with that squad, I can't see they'll stay up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the other so the other and uh, big managerial difference from our last recording is that Eddie is now in at Newcastle. And, uh, you know, great friends of yours, Mike, you know, you, you like to claim that you're, you're best buddies because you interviewed him on the pitch once. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like to claim that we're best buddies, but, you know, we knew each other by name and, and we'd built up a, a bit of a, uh, a relationship prior to him getting the managerial job. We did bits together on match days. Um, so, sorry, I kind of throw this in every time we do a pod, but I'm the announcer at, at the stadium at Bournemouth. And, um yeah, so I, I had a, uh, yeah, I, I certainly wouldn't call it a friendship, but he knew who I was, I knew who he was, and uh, we would work together, and we worked quite closely together, like I say, in, in the build-up. It was it was his door that I was would go, I would always go and knock on his door on match day, um, I'd go and collect him for various bits that we had to do every match day, even when he was, you know, first team manager in the Prem, we'd have a little chat down in the tunnel, we'd walk up to the dugouts, and then we'd, we'd do our stuff there with, with members of the public, so... Um, yeah, I certainly wouldn't say we were bosom buddies, but I uh, I count it with somebody I know. Yeah, and yeah. and rate incredibly highly on all levels. Hmm. And obviously, uh, he, he went to he went to school at the same time as you, uh, like same school. No. Yeah, year above me. Not not somebody that I was aware of in in any way. Um, to be honest, in terms of school, we talked about that um, in in latter years. But no, not somebody. Um, yeah, I, I recall being some kind of uh, football star. The first I knew of Eddie was when he burst into the, the team. It wouldn't have been long after he left um, our school um, as, a, as a youngster for Bournemouth. Yeah, they used to just do diving headers no matter how high the ball oh, was. Always, mm. always. Off the ground. True story. So, so he's gone in then. Now, there's a, a huge similarity to the position Newcastle are in. Well, there's a huge similarity and some very huge differences. When he when he started as manager of Bournemouth, he took yeah. the job. He didn't really want the job. Um, they sort of coerced him into taking mm. it. He had it on caretaker basis because he was working with the youth team, wasn't he, before? or Yeah, I think he was. And then he was assistant somewhere on the lines, wasn't he? But yeah, he was definitely the youth team manager around that time. And it was strange that he didn't want the job, but the club you know, said, well, we need someone to take the job and we haven't got any money to pay anyone. So can you have the job? Mm. And we were in a fairly terrible position. We were in the relegation zone. We'd, we'd had uh, a points deduction, I, I believe that season. Yeah. Uh, and that was t- to try and keep Bournemouth in the football league. Now, obviously much of Eddie's story is, is well known, but Newcastle find themselves in a position where they've got, they haven't won in the first 11 games of the season. It's, until January, he still has the same average squad. So what can Eddie take from that situation he was in at Bournemouth and bring into Newcastle straight away? Well, I, <clears throat> I think if you look at that first season, you're probably looking at the wrong season because that first season he came in in January and was able to bring in a couple of players, um, a, a, a good number of players actually, albeit on freeze and from non-league. Um, he, he scrapped, he begged, he borrowed. He also brought in and back um, the Bournemouth talisman for the previous decade, Steve Fletcher, um, which was which was a, a big, big part in our survival, I think. So the, the season I would look at actually is the season when he returned to us when we were in League One. Um, it was about this time of the season and we were in the relegation zone then in League One. Mm. That season, he got us promoted. Yeah. He yeah, took us yeah. from the relegation zone to promotion from October to May. Um and did a terrific job. So I'm not saying he's going to take you know Newcastle into Europe, but he's well capable of with a, a group of players who are underperforming um, and, and turning that around. You know there weren't massive changes that season that we we got promoted from League One the 
the yeah when the when the the journey kicked on with Ed. Um, and I don't think there will be well maybe there will be massive changes we'll see in January of Newcastle. I guess they they'll, they'll splash some cash, but um, yeah, he's well capable, well capable. Do do you think Newcastle are underperforming, or do you think they just don't have a good squad? They don't. They don't have a great squad, do they? But yeah, to not win any of their, you know, first eleven games is even by their standards is is pretty awful. I mean, they've still got. I think you know, for, key for them is Callum Wilson, isn't it? You know, they have lost him for with various injuries, and he he will score goals for them. And I think I'm really interested to see. Obviously, a lot of, of, of has obviously been made about the fact that Eddie's going to have Matt Ritchie there, <laughs> Brian Fraser. That's going to be interesting to see how that goes down yeah. after how his um, time at Bournemouth ended. But anyway, but Callum Wilson and seeing how he works with those three players again. But I, I, I don't know if you boys saw it today, but Jack Wilshere was on Talk Sport and he made a good point. You know, actually, he's he's argued that Newcastle now have a stronger squad than when the squad we had when we finished ninth in the Premier League under Ed. You know, our second season in the Premier League. Um, so you know he's got Eddie's got the capabilities. We know that. I think Newcastle fans don't need to worry about going down. It's just how quickly he can get. Eddie's really good, isn't he? Getting getting the best out of the players he's got. And there's so many players. If we look back to our League One, League Two days, that we we just thought weren't good enough, and they ended yeah. up looking really good in the Championship and even going up to the Premier League with us. So he will extract the absolute maximum out, out of the squad that they've got up until January, when hopefully for his sake he can strengthen. Yeah, I think you look at the amount of players that have come out. Um, now maybe maybe heading towards the end of retirement have said that the coaching they received under Eddie was unreal, was like nothing they they'd ever seen before. And, and I think if you look at Newcastle's squad, it was a squad that was good enough to survive last season. Um, and you look at the teams that have dropped down: West Brom, uh, Fulham, Sheffield United. And you look at the teams that have come up: uh, Norwich, Watford, Brentford. Are those three teams that have come up far far superior to? The three teams that went down, I don't, I don't think so. Um, you look at squads like uh, Burnley, like Southampton, I would say even even Palace. Um, and I would say they're all fairly comparable to, to Newcastle. So where Newcastle should be, I, should, I would say they're slightly underachieving. But with that current squad, yeah, I, I would have them down to just about survive. The, the, the really interesting thing for me, actually, I think is, is what he does with St. Maximan. Mm. Because... Because Eddie's teams have always been based on strong partnerships and he's never really had a maverick in his team. You know, he's had mavericks come and go, you know. Um, yeah, with players like Max Gradle came and, 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 and left. But there haven't been many players that succeeded under Eddie that are mavericks for all the for all the magic that um, St. Maximan brings. I just wonder how he fits in, a, in, an, in an Eddie team. Um what about so um, I'm not expecting everyone listening to to know Jan Kermigan that we had a player called Jan Kermigan who oh. was he was a very different type of player to what we were used to seeing at Bournemouth and and to be honest he's a very unusual player he was good in the air very skillful and acrobatic but he was a big man he is he wasn't a dribbler like Sir Maximan but he did allow Eddie did allow him to pretty much do what he wanted well he was a he was an aerial threat first and foremost he we we'd not had a striker for a long time before that who could hold the ball up yeah um and and i think that was more than anything what he bought the the squad um whereas maximan is a, a bit more of a head down dribble kind of guy yeah i don't know it'll be interesting just be interesting to see how he fits but the, the last thing i want to say on the matter is is that you know, Eddie, it's talked about is that, um, you know, they're in a relegation battle and has he got what it takes? If you look at the five seasons that we were in the Premier League, we would have been in the top three or four candidates to go down with the bookies at the start of every season. So the fact that we finished ninth, the fact that we had a couple of top mm -hmm. half finishes, the fact that for the most part until that last season, we weren't really troubled by the thought of relegation shows that he is a relegation specialist we just didn't make a big deal of it um yeah yeah i i i, I think it's like I, i'm i am super biased because i i love the man but i think they've got themselves one heck of an appointment and if it wasn't for the set maximan thing that i've just talked about how about how he fits i'd be i'd be looking at bringing him in callum wilson i will certainly be looking at bringing in yes mm. it's it's interesting when when um when when he, Eddie first came to Bournemouth, uh, well, first 
reluctantly took the manager's post. <laughs> we didn't have a good squad, and I know he brought in Steve Fletcher, um, but we, and a few loan signings. We didn't have a good squad, and all he did is look at the squad we had, and he he made a lot of team spirit. He produced this sort of incredible team spirit that I've not seen in a in a board team since. You know, it was we're all in this together. You know, you really look after each other. We used to do all the huddles on the pitch before the game, after the game. You know, the fans were so important, or, or at least he made the fans feel like they were so important. And it was just one big project. And at Newcastle, the fan base is obviously incredible. So he will be able to use the fan base and try and try and get the fan base on, on board with the team. You've got players there like Joe Linton, who cost £40 million pounds. Um, and and I looked earlier at, at his stats before he went to Newcastle. I don't know why they paid forty million pounds for him. They were, he, he, <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't setting the world alight. But he's no. he's there at the moment, and he's got two months until we can spend money again. So he may have to use him. You know, you've got players like Almiron who has barely done anything this season, and every season he flatters to deceive, doesn't he? You think, well, mm-hmm. he's, he's good with the ball, but I think Eddie will use Almiron a lot more than Steve Bruce has recently. And and strangely, I, I'm thinking of getting Almiron. If Almiron starts the next game, I may well put him in my midfield. Don't do it. You've been burning that bridge before, mate. I know, but it's a different manager now. It's a different true. manager. True, true. Do you think, Eddie, because when we were in the Premier League, you noticed that for the first few seasons, we, we stayed playing our attacking football. You know, we, we did what we did best, good passing football. In that last season, it felt to me like we were trying to concede less because mm. because he's been tarnished with the brush of conceding lots of goals, which in the Championship and in League One and League Two, it didn't matter because it was, we'll score one more than you score. In the Premier League, that's harder to do. And I think he, he got fed up with being bashed with that, you know, the, the fact that we concede loads of goals. And and when we he did change it to one up top, he changed it to five at the back quite often and I think that affected our style of play so what's he going to do at Newcastle is he going to uh, with those players I don't think you can reproduce what he did at Bournemouth do you know what I mean straight away they haven't got the the players to in the right positions to play free-flowing attacking football straight away Look, he's, he's, he's a very very intelligent guy he's, he's very tactically astute he's, he's gone away he's spent you know, the last few months at various clubs training with some of the best managers in the world. I know he spent a couple of months out with uh, Diego Simeone, um, Atletico Madrid. Um, so he, he'll have ideas. Um, and by all accounts, his interview, you know, blew, blew people away, albeit he was third choice for the job, but um, blew people away there. Um, and actually, he's he's got teams that he can go and attack. If you look at the next three of the next four games, Burnley, Brentford and Norwich of three of his first four games. You mentioned the fans there. I think I think they're really key. Um, I think the atmosphere there actually, you know, I think I've probably said this on the pod before, but they're talked about as the best fans in the world. Actually, uh, they are when, when things are going well. Um, more often than not, though, if you look past in the last 30 years that, that I've watched Newcastle, the atmosphere has been toxic there for the most part. But for a couple of incredible seasons under um, Keegan, even Bobby Robson in his first season was getting stick from the fans. So um, if Ed can galvanize things there, and there is of course the, the, the bigger context of this brave new era that Newcastle are setting into with, with, with plenty of money and lots of hope, but, 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 but with that comes expectations. If he can, if he can galvanize the fans and I think he probably can. Um, I think the fact that he's the, uh, the appointment, the first appointment of the, the new regime and a regime they're excited about means that they will maybe give him more backing than if Eddie had been brought in under Ashley. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, I think that, I think, yeah. So I got high hopes for Newcastle. I really have. I think they'll be fine. I mean, they're on the same points as Norwich. You know, everyone's writing Norwich off. They're on the same points as Norwich. Yeah, five that's points. mad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, there's a five point gap to safety already. Um, but I, I do, I think they'll be fine. I, I do think they'll be fine. And um, yeah, they're onto a really good thing. I think that is a couple of things I've 
um, noticed that people mentioned a lot is the fact that people perceive his time at Burnley to be a failure, which I think is probably a bit, a bit harsh, isn't it? A lot of people are saying, well, he can only do it at Bournemouth. You know, he was a one-man club and all the rest of it. And when he went up to Burnley back in 2012, I think it was, that he failed. But actually, he didn't really fail, did he? You know, obviously, we I think it's been, it's well known why why he came back to Bournemouth at the time. But actually, if you look at his stats for Burnley, he did okay up there. He did, he did, he did pretty well. And the other thing that a lot of people made out on is the fact that we conceded, I think, more than 65 goals a season, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the Premier League and Eddie, but apart from the last season, we always stayed up comfortably. And he always said that you know our best form of defence was attack. You know, he always played the game to be out in the front foot. And I think that's exactly what he'll do in Newcastle. And I think Newcastle fans are fans that want to be you know off their seat and enjoying good football. I think they'll certainly get that. And as Mike pointed out, you know those three of his first four games at home against Brentford, Norwich and Burnley. And I think he's got he's got a great chance to have a really good start. I think immediately in terms of, of from an FBL point of view, you'll immediately see people jumping on Callum Wilson, potentially Sam Maximan as well. Um, and yeah, Newcastle will be absolutely fine. Mid-table boys, I think, mid-table. Yeah, I think I think they'll be absolutely fine as well, actually. I think um I think they'll be safe with at least five games to go. I think come come January, it obviously it depends on the recruitment, but he needs a good new manager bounce, doesn't he? Mm. And he'll get so, that straight away. I think players like I mean, Jeff Hendricks has been frozen out at Newcastle. He signed and then he got red card and he's been frozen out since. Players like Jeff Hendrick, I can I can see playing the role that Andrew Sermon played for Bournemouth. Quite a, you know, unspoken role. But Eddie will rely on players like that that he can trust in midfield to do the running. Ryan Fraser... I don't know what's going to happen with him because someone, you know, one of them is going to have to be the bigger man. And Eddie's taken on a job at a club who have paid, well, they haven't paid money for Ryan Fraser. Uh, ironically, he let his contract dwindle down. Um, but he's there. And I don't think the club are going to want to just have I'll one t- of their. I'll, big I'll tell you now, I, without a shadow of a doubt, Eddie will be, if you want to put it that way, the bigger man. Yeah. And Eddie will have him performing. He'll have to get fit because he looks unfit mm. uh, whenever I've seen him. But he's hardly uh, played. Eddie, yeah, Eddie will get him performing. I've absolutely no doubt about it. But he wasn't fit at Bournemouth. That's that's the thing. He wasn't fit at Bournemouth when, when Eddie came in and Eddie had to teach him how to live life, you yeah. know, and how to look after himself and all that. Yeah, really okay. Um, okay, well, good chat. And so uh, for, for FPL-wise, Newcastle, you're not going to jump on anyone immediately, are you? Or, or well, I think, is, yeah. Is it everyone? I think I am actually. Callum I Wilson, think thank you very much. I think I'm about to put out Callum Wilson in now, actually. I think I'm about to lock him in, to be honest. Wait, wait. It's two whole weeks. I think I'm about to put him in. Don't he won't do, be don't, don't. You're putting an Almer on right now? Get <laughs> that sound, uh, No, not Almer on. Not Almer on. I've, I've, I've had enough of Jesus, I think. So I'm well, going really? to... Sound yeah. good. Sound yeah. good, that. <laughs> Mike has had enough of Jesus. Um, yeah, let's Noted. go Newcastle. Let's do it. I'm, I'm no, wondering about so Maximan, so Maximan or Wilson. There's a there's a question for you. Yeah, okay. Let's pose it. So Maximan or Wilson? Can I Wilson, I please? Think, I, I I can see him playing St. Maximan on the wing rather Ooh. than up top with Wilson. I think he'll play Wilson on his own still. All right, Wilson, it is. He's in. I've done it. There you go. Done. I look forward to seeing the Newcastle Twitter page over the next two weeks reporting that he's uh, picked up a nasty knee injury in training. Yeah, I mean, I should point out that's my fourth transfer already. Um, <laughs> because on uh, Saturday, was it Saturday morning? It was Saturday morning, wasn't it? I was like playing around with the team as I like to. And uh, you then go to the confirm screen, don't you, where you sort of see who would go out and who would go in. And you you sort of weigh that up and then you go back and play around. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know what happened, but somehow I... I pushed twice, and so I confirmed uh, <laughs> transfer in of, of Son and Conor Gallagher. Um, <laughs> Conor so... Gallagher, who scored again at the weekend, by the way. His stats yeah. this is ridiculous. I don't think that's that's could be a blessing in disguise, mate. Palace look really good. Yeah, yeah, okay. They do look, they're really impressive. I yeah, think well, that we'll is no bad thing there. No All bad right. thing. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Right, Phil, we've got any listeners questions? We have. I mean, do you want a, do you want a bit of a brief for a quiz? Oh, yeah. Go on, then. <laughs> so, so controversially, I'm going to reuse my quiz from last week. Oh. Okay. Because things have changed. Things have changed. And I think you enjoyed it last week. The form guide, higher or lower. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, I did enjoy that format, mate. 
Very nice. Things, things have changed. So, Anthony, I'm going to give you lower. Mike, I'm going to give you higher. Okay. Because I think last week you had the opposite way around. So mm. I will tell you the team in the middle of the form table right now, based yeah. on the last six games, I believe. Yep. And uh, yeah, six games. And then you can, you Anthony, have to tell me a team lower than them in the form, in the form guide. And then Mike has to go higher, and you have to alternate until someone gets it wrong. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're clear on the rules. So tenth <clears throat> place, you've got Leeds United. So Anthony, someone with worse form than Leeds United. Um, Aston Villa. Oh, he's gone straight to the bottom. <laughs> I played it safe. <laughs> Five losses in a row. Uh, so, yeah. Play the so they're bottom. They are bottom. What well, you've done here, Ant, you've already set yourself up for a fall. What is, what I do, I'm about to play checkmate, I reckon. So, I'm going to go higher than Aston Villa and I will go Brentford. Brentford. Okay. Brentford are 16th in the form table, mm. which is surprising. They've got four losses mm. in a row now, and two mm. of those, Burnley and Norwich. Okay. So you need lower than a Brentford now, Ant. Norwich? Lower than, lower than Brentford. Norwich, who won on, mm -hmm. on uh, Saturday. Oh, mate, you've already lost. What a short There quiz. we go. What? I played the check, mate. I pulled it out of the bag. Uh, yeah, early doors there. Mm. Norwich the... 15th. Oh, you kind of set yourself by going for the bottom club, and you see, you made that yeah. difficult. Made it too easy. Yourself, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Panicked. You, you, you've embarrassed yourself. You've embarrassed I yourself. have, but it means nothing. So. <laughs> okay. The, the oh. bottom three are Aston Villa, Newcastle, and who's third bottom? Come on now. Who's third? Uh, Leicester. Incorrect. Oh, Anthony. Man United. <laughs> Correct. There you go. <laughs> Amazing. There you go. And Solskjaer still got a job. Who knew? Four points in the last six games. West Ham oh, are top terrible. of the form table, followed by Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester City, Wolves, and Palace. So you know, you know the um, uh, a few weeks ago, I I don't know what happened, but I lost a, a round of fantasy football. At the end, I think. Probably the only time I've lost one this this uh, this season, but I uh, had to put a prize in the prize hamper, and I put the hottest crisp in the world. Yeah, yes. did you purchase that, or do you have to drive back to Banbury to get it? No, no, I um I actually bought a three pack. No so, way. Oh. So they're individually wrapped. So I'm just thinking maybe for a bit of jeopardy ne next week, the loser has to eat the hottest crisp in the world. That's no, fine. Because <laughs> that would be me. What, live on air? Yeah. But, but how? So, okay. So, we'll all have to hold, we'll all have to, you'll have to distribute three crisps carefully. Yeah. Um, to us between, you know, now and then. I mean, it's okay for me and you. I live a couple of minutes' drive away. Answer 40 minute drive. I'll see Anthony between now and then. Don't worry about that. There's always football, mate. Yeah. I just oh, need to know whether you're actually genuinely signing up for this because. How hot can a hot crisp be? Oh, I think quite hot. <laughs> yeah. But if you're up I mean, for it, lads, I am. I'm game if you are. One word for you, Phil. I-B-S. <laughs> <laughs> if you want that the next day, my friend, you agree. You it's agree day away. Daily treat IBS anyway, so don't stress. Um, okay, let's look at some listener questions. Oh, sorry, uh, have we committed to that? Yeah, I'll do that. And if Ant does it, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Oh, incredible. Okay, I'll uh, I'll get those distributed chaps. Amazing. <laughs> uh yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, so FPL back in how hot yeah. can a hot crisp be? Um okay, so uh let's look at some listener questions then. And we have got a question sent in if I can find the uh, the listener question page, which I can't. Here we go. Well, is Trossard a realistic option for the next five game weeks or so? That's from Dunder Mifflin FPL branch on Twitter. Nice, nice name. Um, I don't know much about Trossard. I, I again, whenever he's mentioned, I just remember the swear eleven that I came up with. <laughs> yeah. Um, whenever I hear his name, um, so I'm afraid I'm not very well placed to speak about him because I make I make it um, I make a conscious effort not to watch any Brighton and Hove Albion games. I find them very dull. Well, he's 
I'll say this because I know because it's burnt me, but um, he seems to be the preferred choice, doesn't he, to Mope at the moment. Um, so is he, playing, thing... is he playing up top, is he? Yeah, he played up top on oh, right. Saturday night, scored the penalty, uh, looked really lively. I was reading some good things about him. Fixtures-wise, if you're looking ahead, Villa away, well, is there going to be a new manager bounce there if they got a new manager in there in time? Who knows, in two weeks' time. So Villa away, Leeds home, West Ham away, Southampton away. Tottenham at home. So there is a couple of tricky ones in there. So not exactly fixtures that would leap out at you and have you thinking um, mm. that you've got to bring him in. But the only thing I would say is I think he's down as a midfielder on the game. In fact, he is. But he's playing up top at the moment. So that could be a win for him. And he is their highest points scorer so far this season with 51. If you look at Brighton's form, they, I mean, it depends how you spin it. They haven't lost. Well, they've lost once in six games. Um, mm. But they've drawn five times. And two yeah. of those, two of those were nil-nil draws uh, with Arsenal and Norwich, and then they've only managed to score one goal against Newcastle, and that was a penalty, and one goal against Palace. Uh, they did score two against Liverpool, so, which is a bit weird, um, mm. a bit of an anomaly, really, I, I'd imagine. Uh, but they haven't been firing in tons and tons of goals. That would be my only worry. Um, when it comes to Brighton, they've they've scored the second fewest goals out of any team in the last six games. Only only worse than uh, only worst worst worsened only worsened. You're going what? worsened. Mm-hmm. On, the only worst team is Norwich. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Good to see you. So. Just the English is uh, going well, mate. Also, uh, uh, well, if we're uh, going to talk about English. Oh, I've got uh, something to talk about English as well. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I just want to pick you up on what you just said there. The only team is Norwich. Surely the only team are Norwich team being a, a plural. Club is, it's a singular. Yep. Team, it's a group of people. It's right. a collective noun. So I think it is the only team are Norwich. It's a bit messy. It could get messy. So, yeah. Sorry about that. I Yesterday, so as, as list regulars as will know... I can't pronounce my thuz. So, which is which is awkward with a fancy threesome podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so fur and th, I struggle with massively. So yesterday, my four-year-old, uh, little story, just, I may digress really quickly. Mm. My four-year-old yesterday told a teacher she felt sick, right? <laughs> so my wife got a phone call. Oh, yeah, Layla's feeling sick. She um She's really not looking well she's pale she says she feels sick she's not eating her lunch so my wife went down there picked her up got her home and said oh you feeling sick and later just turned around and said no no <laughs> and uh and and my wife said well the teacher said you felt sick no i didn't say i felt sick but you didn't eat your lunch no i was just about to eat my lunch and you picked me up <laughs> flagged, what a flagged the whole afternoon off school anyway what she learned in the morning because she's, she's learning how to sound words. So like duh or guh, dog, for example. She's now learning two letter sounds like th. So phonics. She, phonics. Phonics. Have I said that right? Because that's PH. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, correct. I mean, my name begins PH. I should be able to, yep. So <laughs> so then I said to I said to Leila, that, that's good that you're learning that. And, and she picked me up about a couple of minutes later when I said, I don't know, Thursday or something. I said Thursday. She picked me up and said, no, daddy, it's Thursday. Practice with me. (laughs) Patronized by a four-year-old. Yeah, it's not good. Love her. Not good. Not good at all. Um, uh, Neil Cheeseman, Mike, online, watching along, says, strictly speaking, a team is a count noun. You can have two teams, ten teams, or one team. So if you're talking about the team or one team, then that should take a singular verb. I caramba. Well, Neil, <laughs> thanks for coming. That's um, incredible. Can't argue with that. Can't you argue in your with place, that. Mike. Well, uh, well and truly. Um, well and truly. Thank you, Neil. I don't even know. <laughs> I, I don't actually know if Neil's, he might be agreeing with you. I, I can't work out um, if he's agreeing or not. Feels like we all need to go back to school a little bit. Well, I mean, Mike can't go back again. <laughs> I, mean... <laughs> I went back. <laughs> By one year, because they, uh, well, because I was partying hard. That's it's, uh, it's, it's what I did as a youngster. I oh, went yeah. back by one year, one year, and that was in sixth form, to be clear, not in primary school. 
Anyway. Okay. <laughs> next question, so, Phil. Next question. Let's have it. Next question, then. Uh, so sorry. Uh, notifications have gone uh, have gone mad on Twitter, and now I can't find the questions. Here we go. So you can tell that this is a sent this this question sent in from ac- across the pond from Craig Kroof. Best concession stand item to consume at a live football match. So concession stand just meaning some way you buy food at the football. Um, like you know. So I mean, for me, I'll I'll go first because Mike's breathing in. Oh, a bovril. Yeah. If it's cold, a, a bovril at halftime. A cup of bovril. Which I don't know if they have bovril in America, but it's a, it's a it's effectively a beefy drink. Nice. It's got to be a pie, isn't it, boys? You can't beat a good a good pie, a football as long as it's a decent pie and it contains meat. Then it's a winner. Well, th- th- it's funny. There's been a, a bit of a thread about this um, on social media over the last last few days, which which maybe is it Craig. Sorry, yeah, Craig, isn't it? It's Craig. Um, yeah. Um, that, that got in touch, um, and there are some pretty epic efforts these days. I mean, if you go if you go to Bournemouth, you would think that the hot dogs are made by Salt Bay. The the prices you pay for them. Oh, um, not this again! I really don't know what that is. Still, oh, it's it's a man that charges sixteen hundred pounds for a steak. Um, and, and his because, first name is Salt. Uh, no, I, I, I <laughs> no, he sprinkles salt on the steak. I mean, he's not actually called Salt Amazing. Bay. Amazing. Well, you said it, you well, you just said it was made by Salt Bay. Yeah, well, okay, so that's his name, but it's not his Christian. I mean, he wasn't christened Salt Bay. He's there. I mean, uh, what's what's old uh, Coldplay's child? Apple or something? It is uh, Apple. I think, yeah, isn't there, it? there is that. Anyway, um, yeah. So the expense of, of food at football annoys me, um, but but that's for another time. Um, Grimsby Town do pulled pork uh, nachos. Oh um, yeah, I get on that. Except that Grimsby made me cry when I was younger yeah. at Wembley. So, but Berska Town. Um, shout out to uh, Burska Town FC. Um, they do a mushy pea bap. What? Oh, it's called it's actually called the pea dog. Um, wow. so so that's really, I've had some very good. Where did we go? Burton did a good uh cottage oh, pie. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, Morecambe, good yeah, Morecambe famous for their, their pies and mushy peas. Um, Liverpool, and there Liverpool was, was quite nice. The food at Liverpool, actually, at Anfield, yeah, yeah. Um, um, there was uh, very recently there was the Curryverst uh, Curryverst what did they call it Cobb Curryverst Cobb I forget the team it, it was doing the rounds on uh, social media this week um, which is basically it's a half a Cobb uh, loaf scooped out filled with curry sauce chips and two sausages oh <laughs> filth that's yeah. that's nice but. Um... It doesn't beat what Ant took along to the to the Southampton Bournemouth game that year. <laughs> <laughs> an entire cheese top bloom and filled it with corned beef. Oh, I mean, it was an entire boys. loaf of it was an entire loaf an of entire bread. Loaf of you'd, bread. You'd, you'd cut in half just down the middle, and filled with <laughs> yeah. a tin of corned yeah. beef. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. No, I got about five slices of corned beef from the from the from the uh, from the delicatessen there and filled it and had an entire loaf of bread filled with corned beef. An absolute highlight, boys. Miss and no then, pace, I, and then I, then I still th- think that a pie at half time as well, didn't you? Probably, yeah. yeah I think you good did. times, boys. Um, Neil Cheeseman, uh, back in touch, uh, live uh, watching along on YouTube. Um, uh, gives a shout out to Plant Based Forest Green Rovers. Um, yeah. yeah, who who insist only on serving vegan food. Um, but as somebody who's basically gone vegan in the last couple of weeks by eating spinach and fresh air. Um, I can, <laughs> I can, can tell you it's pretty tasty stuff. Is it? Um, yeah, that's what I'm telling myself. That's, uh, yeah, that's what I'm telling myself. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Lovely. I, I, Thanks for that, Craig. Yeah, I mean, I, I really should emphasize Bovril. Try it. Try it at halftime on a cold cold winter's night on a Tuesday night match or something like that. I feel like Thanks, I need mate. to dunk something in my Bovril. That's not yeah. any kind of... <laughs> Sound clip, hang on. 54, yeah. minutes. 54, 54 minutes. minutes. That but is going to the start of next week's podcast. I feel like Thanks I need me. to feel like Thanks I need to feel like Thanks I need me. to dunk something in my bovril. I feel like Thanks I need me. to dunk something in my bovril. It feels <laughs> like it needs a you know a Yorkshire pud wrap or something dunking in oh, there. Oh yeah. That's um, good oh, yeah. That sounds good. I need yeah. to dunk something in my bovril. Okay, well, cool. Uh yeah. bovril, I mean a sh- word of warning. You you can't have more than half a cup. You will be terribly ill. Um, so it might seem, seem wasteful, but more ill than having the world's hottest crisp. I wonder. Well, I've, I assume that 
one of us is going to find out next week. Mike, are you, are <laughs> you having the uh, world's hottest crisp? How hot is a uh, world's hottest crisp? Am I having one? As in eating one? Like, are you involved in this freeway jeopardy that you're planning? Uh, I guess I'll have to be. It doesn't. It seems unfair not to. Yes, correct. That was yeah. that was what I was worried about. Yeah. 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 No, okay. Cool. Do it. Cool. Okay. Uh, right, boys. Boys, we we're not doing punts this week, and and I have got one more question. I'm just trying to find it. So, what what would you do at the moment with Spurs players? If you if you two could discuss that whilst I find the other question, what would you yeah. do with Spurs players? Well, I, I, I can happily start by saying that by accident I bought Son in this week. So um, <laughs> I think he's gonna um, he's gonna play two up Conte, and I think Kane and Son will play up together. Um, yeah, I think he'll play a front two, and and that he'll be an out and out striker. Um, so I've got I've got Son in um, because Son actually seemingly still wants to be there. So um, yeah. I think his head's probably in a better place than Kane, and 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 of course he's cheaper in the game as well. And there are there are a lot there's a lot more value in the striker department at this moment in time than there is in midfield. So um, I, I'm better up better off spending some money in midfield than I am up front where there are there are cheaper options. Fixture wise as well: Leeds home, Burnley away, Brentford home, Norwich home, Brighton away, and Leicester away. And that mm. takes you right through to Christmas. Pretty. Mm. Pretty good fixtures. Um, Conte, I think, is a really good manager. I think they, I think they've done well to get him in there. Spurs, I think they made they made a good decision in the end. I did feel a bit sorry for Nuno, but I think he'll do well. Um, and if you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna get those Spurs players in, now's probably the time. I've, Providing I've, they don't get injured. In our draft, we, we did a draft at the, at the start of the season, which I'm I'm doing better in than I am, you know, the real real you know FPL game. Uh, I bought an Emerson Royale last week for Varane because he was injured. Mm. Emerson Royale, I think he could be a really good, really good punt for for clean sheets and attacking returns. I think he'll work well with Conte's system. Okay. So I, I assume neither of you have even heard of him. So um, I've heard of him. I've seen no, it. I've seen yeah, him play seen live it. at the Spurs Stadium um, just just recently. Um, okay. Okay. But I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not totally convinced. But that's fine. You don't need to be. I mean, I told you uh, a month or so ago that Zuma would be banging him in soon. And um, bang one in this week, and West Ham are flying. So, oh, thank well, you later. Did well, you bring him into your team? Um, no, he went triple Chelsea, if you remember, which went really well for him. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I've, I've got the listener's question if you want it. Oh, oh is yes, it related please. to West Ham? Uh, not really, but well, it could... just because while whilst we're there, go on, then. whilst we're there, Ben Johnson, four point zero, four million. Yeah. Um, and is is starting week in week out now. Um, he was three point nine actually going into the weekend. Um, I see Livermento is is uh, is a doubt, so yeah, might be might be worth exploring bringing Ben Johnson in. Um, I don't know if you watched the Liverpool West Ham game, but there was a very kind of partridge-esque moment right at the start of the game where the commentator said, "Well, uh, Ben Johnson, um, the, the namesake of the sprinter." But we'll have no puns uh, uh, or references to him. Uh, and then within ten seconds, I think he said, "Well, he's not. Let's hope he's not on performing enhancing drugs and performing enhancing <laughs> drugs." Well, that didn't last long. Um, so yeah, but Ben Johnson, Amazing. four million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good buy and he's playing really well. And I thought he would. Um, I thought he was coming into the team temporarily but Moyes seems to like him and why would you Ooh. ditch him out when he's playing so well mm. yeah. so yeah yeah good shout uh okay last last list of question then uh, is it the year of playing one striker up top in fpl because Ooh. no strikers are doing anything really it's a good question i mean i <laughs> oh i'm in that situation at the moment if you look at it antonio despite what i'm doing so well has gone quiet i've got vardy who you've had Phil, who's never done anything for you every Correct. single time you've had him, and Mope is not even playing. So I'm effectively playing with no strikers. Um, I've never really thought of an option. Actually. I think I've ever played with any one striker. Um, I've always played with the two, but it's potentially an option, isn't it? Because there is all the options in in midfield, and midfield does seem to be where the points are coming from. Um, it's a difficult one. I, I at the start of this game week, I set my team up as on a five-three-two, um, but then decided at the last minute that. 
if I am watching any games, I want to be watching uh, my, so not necessarily going to help my rank, but to make watching games more enjoyable, it's more enjoyable to watching an attacking player than clinging on for a clean sheet. Trust me, I listened to the Chelsea game. It wasn't that much fun. But <laughs> but really, I should have stuck with that because I had Livramento on my bench like a million other people. And so that, that may not be factual, but a lot of other people. And I probably should have stuck to my guns points-wise. It wouldn't have been as fun to watch. But, you know, at the moment, defenders are getting your points. Midfielders are getting your points. But it's very splattergun. They're not, you know, it's not necessarily, apart from Salah, um, you know, it was who else in midfield is tearing it up Gallagher maybe but but not like regularly it's not it's not like other seasons when De Bruyne has been there and Son's been tearing it up so maybe five at the back is is the way forward and and one up top I don't even know who the one would be I, I mean the three strikers I've got at the moment are Huang Tony Huang. thank you uh Huang Tony and Vardy as you discussed and right now I'd happily play a five five none <laughs> it's, um, yeah you might as well i'm gonna need your support lads um you'll remember a few weeks ago i had a random pe- person contact me on whatsapp oh um, yeah how did that go uh, nothing nothing ever came of it do you remember when she called i think she called did she call me um what did she call me brian wasn't it that was it and i then took yeah. on i then took on the persona of brian and Bermo, uh to her i never got a proper response but um i've just got i'm, I'm in a I don't know how or why. I'm in a group with... Th- oh, someone's doing the washing up. With I'm in a group on Facebook Messenger with 34 people, including one person who I vaguely know, who says, apparently in 2013 at 5.35pm, OMG, I just picked up a new PS3 for nine quid on this site, and then there's a link, <laughs> which, 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 which I won't be clicking on. So that was in 2013, and... and and someone has just responded uh, eight years, eight and a half years later. A girl, <laughs> called, a girl called Tammy, who I have no idea who she is. Tammy Abraham of, could be a, could be a man of two ladies with no clothes on, being quite intimate, and that's it. Eight and a half years apart, two very strange messages to receive. Should I respond? Please say. <laughs> I, I wonder what happened. Some... I wonder what happened to the power pack. Uh, <laughs> more videos please i really enjoy for, them for the for the ladies or for the playstation playstation I mean... okay a <laughs> <laughs> little bit of blue for a little bit of blue for the dads there um oh, dear me. i will i will ask i wonder what happened to the power pack <laughs> i'll How see if in a group after eight and a half years well i don't Amazing. know who who any of these people are apart from one um I the guy imagine. who claimed he'd got a new ps3 for nine quid I mean, it's it's highly possible considering the PS4 was probably very much out. Oh, it's been this. My message has been seen by somebody called Ben. Well, there you go. Good we'll news. see if he see if he's got any thoughts on the power pack. Ben Johnson. <laughs> I do. Uh, I hope he's I hope he's not on uh, performance enhancing drugs. Ah, very good, very good. <laughs> I'm Martin Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> it was very. Anyway. Richard, it was Richard Keys actually. Oh, was oh, it? Richard okay. Keys. Um, okay. Keys well, yeah. There you go. I'll, uh, any updates? I'll I'll, I'll shout. Okay, well, gents, that that brings us to the end of uh, of our podcast this week. Oh, and... sorry. sorry, I could have post edit, couldn't I? Really? Well, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, a cup okay. of tea has just been served by my wife. How very kind. Oh. Um, not in the fancy freezer mug that you gave me, and I think it's in the dishwasher. That's fine because it, it is place. It's dishwasher so safe. heavily used. It's the and sort it's of quality. Safe. What an item. And someone is going to get one of those very mugs in the uh, prize hamper at the end. Mm, yeah. The lucky it's, devils. I mean, genuinely, it's it's actually another mug that you've purchased me. You bought me two mugs. It's, uh, it's oh, in a Tequilo Ranty. Maybe he'll sign for Newcastle. Who knows? Um, Where is he these days? Yeah, somewhere in South Africa, tearing it up, I imagine. Uh, anyway, so, Mike, you've had no reply, I assume. No, just seen by Ben. No response. <laughs> Shall I ask Ben what he thinks? Ben. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because he's probably training with the under 21s or something right now. Um, uh, I've asked him. Uh, okay, is your surname Johnson? Is your surname? I mean, this guy's going to, I don't know, track me down and kill me. It could get messy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, someone else has seen my question saying, Ben, what do you think? Ben and uh, Guy. Seen by Guy and Ben. Guy? Oh. Guy Breeze? Oh, I know Guy Breeze. <laughs> Why is he in this group? Why are these people in this group? 
I know, I know Guy Breeze. It feels like this is getting quite messy. He's got a uh, middle, middle name Fu. Um, okay, cool. Well, I mean, Guy for Breeze. Brilliant. Oh, okay, cool. Sorry, <laughs> I was just trying to just trying to tie it all up. I know that you both said let's keep it to an hour this week. And Indeed. oh, Guy, Guy Guy Breeze has left the group. Um... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to know about the power pack. It's disappointing. <laughs> he doesn't want that sort of blue. Thank you very oh, much. Dear. Absolute filth. Oh, it's a shame. Yes, oh, we'll, we'll be back next week with our with our preview podcast, uh, previewing my smashing game week twelve and, and eating hot crisps. Indeed. Well, a, a hot crisp. Oh no, two people crisp. lose. Ooh. Oh, that's an expensive. Oh dear, oh dear. This is a lot of. Because how much were the hot crisps, crisps mate? Uh, it was, it was quite expensive. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> you sure about this? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, it's fine. maybe we could. You could distribute half a hot crisp each. I don't know. They'll go chewy. We'll just go I mean, for it. I mean, there okay. is a crisp shortage at the moment, guys. I mean, maybe we should keep hold of them. You know, but you just cannot get crisps at the moment. Well, that would explain why they cost me nearly fifteen pounds each. Um, <laughs> how are they? How are they packaged? Uh, you, know, you know, just in a a packet, but a small packet. Imagine a crisp packet the size of a Dorito. Okay, <laughs> okay. but how are they? Surely they don't travel well. They're just so vulnerable to getting bashed around, aren't they? A single oh, crisp. Don't know. Don't know. We'll see. Well, I mean, say you don't know. I mean, you've oh, got one. Well, how the package? Yeah, they just come like that. Just come like that. Just a crisp in a little foil wrapper. It's very expensive. Very expensive. And, but uh, if I if I win, it'll, oh, it'll be the best £30 I've ever spent. Okay, cool. What, watching us just screaming to a camera? Yeah. Going even more red-faced and angry than we normally are. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrific. I'm going to I'm gonna leave this group now because I feel a bit intimidated. You never know what happened to the power pack. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Leave group. Leave. I've gone. Well, you could have asked if they know anywhere they can get a cheap PS4. <laughs> <laughs> what with the eight eight years that have passed? Yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway, we've rambled for a good ten here. Sorry about that post uh, post show. Yeah, no problem. Well, it's not post show. This is all all being recorded. Oh yes. Um, yes. <laughs> oh, and my my laptop has just said uh, your MacBook will soon go to sleep. So um, I mean, as, as, we'll... as frankly will our listeners. Yes, exactly. Thank you very much. Uh, so we'll be back next week where Ant will still be angry about insurance companies, but also eating a very hot crisp. Thank I'll you happy very much. Thank, thank you very much for tuning in and have a, a great international break. Take care. Enjoy, guys. Bye, Bye for now. I feel like Thanks, I need mate. to dunk something in my Bovril. Bye.